When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, good morning. We're live from Tomago, from West Track, and it's the Robson Civil Projects Open Day, and we're so excited to be here. In fact, Gary Birkinshaw and I, we did a little road trip this morning, and uh, the people have spoken, we've listened. So after this, what, we're heading to Queensland next week to do our show? I can't see why this does not become a regular thing. What a great road trip it was, and yeah, you drove, which made it even, even better, but you got yeah. the tunes happening, but... Yeah, this is what the people want. The people want us out in the road, and, and, and who are we to disappoint? So, so you're saying Tomago today, Burley Heads next week, Whit Sundays in December. Well, they tell me that that's where they want us. Um, so who, who are we to disappoint? And I reckon Robson Civil Projects, they might have a depot in the Whit Sundays that we could broadcast from. In, in fact, Grant Robson was on Hamilton Island recently. I'm sure maybe we could transport the show. I'm pretty sure that's what he would have been up there for, you know, you know, scoping the place out to have the show up there because, as, as I said, People want us. Yeah, absolutely. Alongside us, the business development manager, Chris Dixon. Greg Ferguson is here as well. He's been on the Barbie since 6am. Uh, Dicko, to you first, my friend. If you build it, they will come. So at the moment, uh, I think, what, we've got about 40 or 50 people that are going to test drive some of the equipment. Yeah, that's right, Steve. Um, hopefully, and we get 30 or 40 people that want jobs. We need them, and uh, this is what today's all about. So what kind of equipment will they be testing this morning? Yeah, so this morning we've got uh, two excavators out there, uh, a dozer, a skid steer loader, and an articulated dump truck. So, Dicko, mate, first time in 60 years that you've had to do this? What, what, why, why the need? So why, yeah, what's the work situation like? Yeah, look, I mean, we've got 24, 25 jobs on at the moment, and they're all screaming out for different sorts of people. So, and for us to grow and, and move into new areas, we need more people, and the market is really tight. Yeah, I've got a question for Greg Ferguson. So you've been running the operation in Dubbo. Congratulations. Uh, tell us what it looks like out there, but also, is it hard to find a workforce? Oh, it is, Steve. It's, um, Dubbo is obviously a, an area that we moved into early in the year. And, uh, yeah, look, it's, we've got a couple of good projects out there. One of them's in a gold mine and the other one in, in Dubbo itself, an industrial area. But, yeah, like Chris said, the market's tough for people, for good people, and... Um, Hence the reason why we're having a day like we are today. Look, uh, just watching what unfolds here, is it like the voice? Like, will you guys be on chairs that spin around if you like the look of someone when they're on some of this equipment? The red button gets hit, mate, and uh, yeah, we certainly grab them. But um, yeah, now nah, look, we've been lucky the weather's on our side. And You're like Guy Sebastian. <laughs> no, I don't know about that. <laughs> so yeah, no, it's, it looks, looks like it's going to be a great day, mate. Uh, West Track. Uh, what can you say about them? Because I've driven past here numerous times on my way to Newcastle Airport. And the place is absolutely enormous. Uh, tell me more about your association with them. Oh, look, we've been involved with West, West Track now for, oh, well, Caterpillar, I suppose you'd call it. It started out in the early days as, as Warren Josephson was the, was the dealer, and we've been involved with them since we've been in business. So um, this place here is, like you say, it's phenomenal. The, the workshop inside there for, for the fitters is like a, it's like a hospital. You know, you can imagine the floor's all clean. They have engine rooms. They have hydraulic sections. They have training rooms. And, I mean, this facility we're in now is something that they take on the road for 
you know, to, to showcase their equipment. Yeah, Chris, I've got a question for you. So uh, some of the boys that are here now, they said they saw this ad on Facebook, but if people are listening via the SEN app, whether it's on the Central Coast, maybe in Sydney, somewhere else around Australia, uh, they're able to come here today, but if they can't make it today, what do you suggest they do? Yeah, look, um, if you can't make it here today, you know, it'd be great to see you, but if you can't, um, always look on our website for our current... Uh, opportunities for employment and uh, get your information through to uh, recruitment at robsoncivil.com.au. And mate, uh, I've got some intel that you may be the oldest player in history to be playing first grade in the Newcastle cricket competition later on today. And I think from everyone that deserves like a a round of applause. Um, So you'll be steaming in off the short run up at uh, what age? I'll be pushing off the sight screen at 47, Steve. Yeah. That's magnificent, isn't it? That is, a, that is a great performance. It just goes to show that when you're president of a club, it means everything. You're, you're doing everything there. And we need an opening bowler. We look around and there's the president standing. Yep, you'll do. At, yeah. at selection night on Thursday. Yeah. Well, so I would have thought at selection. I'm, come selection, it just goes to show the president has no say whatsoever. So. I'm actually glad I'm here today because I would have had to take the covers off this morning if I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we'll talk more cricket as the show unfolds because the Aussies had a win this week. Oh, Fergie, you want some more airtime, mate? I just uh, just for Burke, I just I'm hearing that the uh, the Wallaby Wombats have moved up today. They're playing golf and they're only playing with three legs. They are only playing with three legs because I had to make a choice. Mm. Like I had the Open Day where, which is all golf trip with Wallaby, and I had to come to the Open Day. It's just some priorities, just something that's just more important. And, and I love my golf, so to be here, that just goes to show that the commitment, yeah, the commitment I'm showing, especially when we're looking at the Wit Sundays in you know, in December. So no, yeah. I've been on the phone and and. and Talking to Boz and, and Salts and the boys, they're, they're up there playing a bit short. Um, yeah. But I believe there is, I've, I've got photographic proof, that there is um, a head on a stick of oh. Gary Birkinshaw. <laughs> and, and, and the scary part, I think it's the second one in a row I've missed, but if, to be perfectly honest, though, if you've seen me play golf, they're not actually playing one short. They play one short when I'm actually there. <laughs> have, have you seen this kind of commitment from Michael Butner? That is the question. Yeah, he's akin to yesterday's hero. <laughs> he's the John Paul Young of Vessie. We're live at the Robson Civil Projects Open Day. Robson Civil Projects celebrating their 60th anniversary, and we're at West Track. And I mean, it's mind blowing the size of this location right near Newcastle Airport. Hey, Chris Dixon is back, business development manager with Robson Civil Projects. You just told us, you, you spoke about your cricket career earlier this morning. And you just told us that you've been selected in some special squad. Give us the lowdown. Yeah, thanks, Steve. Um, yeah, I was lucky enough to play two weeks ago, three weeks ago in the uh, state championships for the over 40s. The first time the over 40s have been uh, entered into the Masters arena. And I've been lucky enough to be selected in the over 40s New South Wales team. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, great stuff. Burko? Yeah, look, that's a fantastic achievement. I actually knew about the... Um the tournament that actually was played on the Central Coast and it was very, very successful. And uh, to have the Nationals, it's the first time they've actually had the 40s and uh, the Nationals are also being held on the Central Coast this week. So there are actually eight from the Central Coast in the side, two from Newcastle, which Dicko is, is one, obviously Joe Price, and a couple from Sydney. So how do you reckon you'll go, Dicko? I think we'll go all right. It's a pretty strong side. Obviously, Central Coast won the state championships three weeks ago. Um, and showed their class um, with a few of us other boys scattered in the team. I think we'll, uh, I think we'll give it a shake. Now, can you name some names? Like, are there some guys that have had illustrious careers? Well, from the Jeff Hemming, Sean Robertson, 
Um, yeah. Think, former Australian country players, Joe yeah, Price. Joe uh, Price, yeah. Uh, I was going to say you could stop the fight after mentioning those two guys. Yeah, exactly right. And the beauty with the over 40, and, and, and veterans cricket is just, yeah, it's just growing and growing. It's the fastest, fastest growing uh, part of cricket at the moment. And the over 40s, what makes it so... Um, yeah, so good is that they're all still playing cricket. Like we've got Dicko here who's playing first grade Newcastle. Joe Price could still be playing representative cricket. Um, yeah, Joey's, um, I think he's captain of the Hunter Thoroughbreds in the uh, Plan B uh, Big Bash. So yeah, he's, he's and playing first grade for Western yeah. Newcastle. And let's look at the highest levels of sport. So Cameron Smith plays into his 40s. Uh, in the sport that I love, which is ski paddling or kayaking, you see guys win national titles or national medals well into their 40s because as a man, you get physically stronger as you get older. And so, and then you've only got to look at NFL American football at uh, yeah, the greatest quarterback of all time. That's right, and Tom Brady. And, and normally with the, the veterans' cricket, it sort of slows down as they get older. But so these are still very, very competitive cricketers or playing, are still playing a high level. So I think we made a comment that... The Central Coast side that was picked to play in the state championship probably would have made the finals of the local first grade competition. That was that was the standard side they had, and the majority of them are still playing first grade cricket. Sean Robertson actually was player of the match, uh, made 97 in last year's first grade grand final, still scoring runs at first grade level. But Dicko, so you mentioned also is that so you've got the national championships next week, but that's not the end of it. There there is even greater goals ahead of that. Yeah, there is. So out of this national championships uh, at the end of November, they'll pick an Australian team to go to a tour of New Zealand in February. And then there's a World Cup in, uh, of all places, Karachi, Pakistan in August next year. Yeah, do you think you're a chance? Like, uh, seriously, like give yourself a wrap if need be. Oh, look, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in with a chance. I'm there. I'm, I hope to open the bowling and uh, have, give it a red-hot red crack. Have you actually seen the sides from the other states? Have they ever been announced? Because it would be really interesting to see. I'd be surprised there's not first-class cricketers, former first-class cricketers, who aren't representing other states. And you know what? That's a great thing for the sport. It's like uh, one time I did the World Masters Games, and you see some Olympians come and have a crack at that level, and it just adds credibility to what everyone's trying to achieve. Yeah, it certainly does. And, uh... and I'll give you an example. Paul Lamont from the Central Coast swam against Chris Feidler, who was in the Sydney 2000 Olympics. Yeah. Uh, at the kayaking, you had guys that had competed at Olympic Games. And, yeah, it's a fantastic thing for Masters sport, isn't it? Yeah, so I think next week on the Central Coast, is it, you, it won't be your typical veterans cricket. It'll be very, it will be very, very competitive on field. Still enjoy, it'll still have the veterans feel about it after play, but on field, Dicko, I think you'll agree, it will be very, very competitive on oh, the field. Absolutely, Gary, and I think we've all got, a, we've all got that uh, competitive sparkle in our eye and we want to we give it a crack. It'll be played within the right spirit, though, which is, which is what we all want. Um, yeah, just really looking forward. I think we kick off our campaign against South Australia next Sunday at Tugra. So. Yeah, how good. Uh, Greg Ferguson with us, the Resources Manager, and you've been with the business for a couple of decades now. How's the morning gone, and what would you say about some of the new recruits? Oh, look, Steve, we've had some great, uh, we've had some great talent hit the, hit the machines there this morning, and um, like you say, we're, we're in the market for some really good operators, but we believe that, I suppose one of the big things we believe is to, to bring people from the ground up and train them the way uh, we like to be trained and, and safely to operate the plant. It's it's something that we take pride in, is bringing people through the business. Okay, so some of the guys are testing on numerous pieces of equipment, but you've got some real specialists within your organisation. Now, when I was watching you do a subdivision on the Central Coast, 
there were some guys there that are leaders, not just in Australia, but maybe worldwide in their field. Tell me more. Yeah, that's right. We've had some... Um, look, we've, we've been very lucky at Robson's over the years to have a lot of high-quality plant operators that have come through the business. And, and it's, it's something that they take pride in. And, and you know, there, there's, there's a lot more to to operating a piece of plant than just sort of sitting in it day to day and getting your paycheck. There's, you know, there's, there's the maintenance requirements of the machinery. There's, there's a lot of things that go into it. And, and you know, to be a really good plant operator, um, yeah, you need, to, you need to have a good eye for detail. And I was going to say you need a vision. Oh, mate, big time. Yeah, it's, it's something that you need to be able to see that, you know, levels, something that you can see level, I suppose you'd call it. And, and you know, just to, just to see what the finished product in your mind is going to look like. How has technology changed the business? Massive. So in terms of GPS? Oh, the GPS is massive. It's, um, we've, got our, we've got one of our machine control guys here today. and um, Yeah, look, all these machines out here are hooked up with GPS technology. They, they can see the whole job from a screen inside the machine, basically. So they can give you a level. They can see what the finished product's going to look like from inside the machine, yeah. Mm. So what's the, the timeline from here, Greg? So we've got people who are coming in here today who've never, ever had any experience whatsoever. So to get from here to on-site, what's the process that you go through? So we start out, we put the... Everyone has a, has a pre-employment medical, mm-hmm. um, which incorporates like three elements, and then we move from there, uh, depending on what sites they're going to go to. If the Hunter, Hunter Valley mining stuff, there'll be inductions and all that sort of stuff that goes on. So, look, it's probably only... In reality, to get into one of these machines, I suppose it's only a two, three week process from 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 never operating a piece of plant right through to to being a competent operator. It's, really? Yeah, that's right. It's 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 a pretty quick process. It's um, and like I say, we've had a lot of success with people from outside of the civil construction industry. We've got a job out at Mudgee at the moment at Malab, and that you know we've got a young girl out there that approached us. She was working in the bakery. The boys picked up sausage rolls and pies in the morning. Mm. and she approaches for a job and we've trained her up from scratch and yeah, look, one of our great plan operators. Yeah, it must fill your heart with joy seeing people so keen to be a part of the industry. Oh, it's great. It's, and like I say, we take a lot of pride in bringing people through the business that have had nothing to do with civil construction.